Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Preacher Dad Podcast. My name is Jared, and I am the Preacher Dad. I'm coming to you from my drive home, so maybe the audio won't be exactly the greatest in this particular episode, but, you know, stick around. Eventually, you'll get some good audio quality in there. But I blog over at PreacherDad.com. It's my uh, little piece of digital real estate. And uh, over there at the blog, we... uh, we give you some more information. You can listen to archives of the program. Uh, we're interested in uh, just shaping the world uh, in the name of Christ. We want to inspire the next generation. We want to encourage and equip uh, everyone that, uh, that we touch to uh, make an impact upon the world and uh, shape the next generation into the image of Christ. We want to shape the culture into the image of Christ. And, uh, you know, I was just walking through Walmart. Uh, no sponsorship. <laughs> no sponsorship needed. Uh, or, uh, well, sponsorship's needed, I suppose, but I don't... Walmart's not sponsoring me, folks. I mean, come on, you know this. But I'm walking through Walmart, and I'm trying to get some things for our celebration of the resurrection. And I just started noticing... Everything is bunnies. Bunnies and eggs and candy and nothing about Jesus. Nothing about Jesus. I mean, this is this is the most important event in the history of the world. You have to understand that. This, this resurrection, the resurrection of Jesus Christ was the most important thing that ever happened in history. It, it, it's, it's, it's second, I'm, not, I'm sorry, not second. I would say the resurrection is the most important thing that happened. It's more important, it's, it's hard to say it's more important than the crucifixion, but that three-day period, both the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, is perhaps the most important thing that ever took place in the history of the world. Second, most important would have been the incarnation of Jesus Christ during Christmas. You know, the fact that that God himself was born as a human being was also important. Uh, Very, very key. However, Christmas doesn't mean anything to us. If if the resurrection didn't happen, if Jesus didn't die on the cross, the manger is nothing. And the cross is also empty and vain without the resurrection, according to the Apostle Paul. Listen, I want to encourage you, you know, you're going to listen to this maybe Saturday night, if I get it posted tonight, maybe Sunday morning. Uh, But I want to encourage you at some point during this resurrection season to go and, and check out 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It is such an inspiring and encouraging passage when it comes to the resurrection of the dead. And there were some people in Corinth that were teaching that there is no resurrection of the dead. And Paul said, if that's true, then Jesus wouldn't have risen from the dead either. And he said, if Jesus is not raised, we are of all men to be most pitied. He said, we are still in our sins. He said that our faith is vain. Do you know what that means? 
it means that if Jesus only died on the cross, if that's the only thing that happened, it wouldn't, wouldn't have worked. We would still be in our sins. Because if it was just a really good human being that died on the cross, it's, it's not enough. He had to be the sinless, perfect Lamb of God. There was only one person that could have done that. And when Jesus rose from the dead on the third day, He proved that everything that He said was right. He proved that everything that He said about Himself was correct, that He was telling the truth, that He actually was who He said He was. If you do not have the resurrection, then Jesus still, He, he died, He decomposed. That is not the Son of God. That, that cannot be. We are still in our sins, Paul said, if, there, if Jesus didn't rise from the dead. It is such an important moment because without the resurrection, the cross is meaningless. Without the cross, without the death and sacrifice of Jesus, the fact that He came to earth at all in the first place is meaningless. So Christmas requires the resurrection to be significant. And yet here it is, the resurrection weekend, and, and, and tomorrow is Resurrection Sunday. And there's not a cross to be seen in all of Walmart. There is not a recognition of Jesus in any way. There's no picture of an empty tomb. There's no imagery displayed at all about the fact that Jesus Christ is alive. He rose from the dead. He is not dead. He is alive today, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you can grasp a hold of the powerful eternal significance. I'm probably clipping out my audio really bad, and I'm so sorry. But you, you have to understand how vital, how, how everything before, everything before the cross was pointing to the cross, to the resurrection. Everything before that time was pointing forward in faith to that which was to come. And everything that has happened since then has pointed in faith and in joy at what happened at that moment in history. It is the most important, most significant, most eternal, most powerful thing that ever took place in the history of the world. And our society wants to erase it from existence. We want to ignore it. And in large part, in many ways, we do. We talk about bunnies. We talk about eggs, which is related to a pagan a pagan uh, holiday called Ishtar. Anyway, I won't bore you with the story about how Ishtar came to be associated with the resurrection of Jesus, but the fact is, I, I, I'm not a, you know I'm not saying that you have to leave bunnies out. I like to eat peeps. <laughs> we get our kids candy. We do Easter egg hunts. I'm not saying that those traditions are somehow sinful. But when they take the place of Jesus Christ in our society, they have become an idol. And we need to make sure that people remember the reason for the season. That's not just something we should say at Christmas. The reason for Easter, 
The reason for the celebration at this time of the year is that Jesus Christ rose from the dead on the third day. The victor and champion and, and the absolute conqueror of death. That death has died. That I need not fear death, nor sin, nor the grave. That when my loved ones pass away and go on to the other side, they die in this world. If they have been part of the family of God, if they have received Christ and put their faith in His accomplished work, that I will see them again. That death has no triumph over me or over those that I love who are in Christ. It is very important that we do not leave that out. We must be in Christ and put our faith in Him. But our faith in Him means nothing if Jesus didn't rise from the dead. Oh, it's just so, so important that we remember that. And I want to read to you. And again, I apologize if I have been just yelling into the mic here. It's just the nature of the beast when you, uh, when you run a podcast on a budget. That's just the way things go. Listen to these words from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. That is powerful. In Adam, we all died. In Adam, we all died, but in Christ, we have been made alive. We have life in Christ. What does it mean to be alive in Christ? Jesus said in John chapter 17, that and this is life eternal, that they might know thee, and he's talking to his Father in heaven, that they might know thee, the one true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Eternal life is to know Jesus and to know his Father through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. But we know them because of the power of the Holy Spirit. But to know God is eternal life. I've been thinking some recently about quality of life and what does it mean to be alive? What does it mean to be living, to pursue life? Our society is obsessed with death and dying. I only need to point to zombie culture to point out the fact that we are obsessed with death. And not that I think that every zombie show is sinful, but think about all of the times movies or TV shows focus on fighting the zombies. It's just a small indication of the fact that our society is obsessed with death. But we are a people, as believers, we are a people of life. Believers proclaim life. They can proclaim life in Christ. Freedom from death. Freedom from sin. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through 
Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans chapter 3. No, that's Romans 6. But friends, you know, life eternal is to know Him. To know Him. So let's, let's remember, let's remember this weekend, as you hide eggs for your kids, I'm not saying that that should not happen, as you prepare to go to worship the Lord on Sunday, I hope you're preparing to go somewhere. I hope that you will remember the reason we do all this stuff. The reason we see our family, the reason we get together and talk about the things. The reason that this is a holiday, that this is something we recognize, is because Jesus rose from the dead. He is alive and we have access through Him. Because of Him, we have access to the throne of God in heaven, to the absolute creator of heaven and earth. The Lord of hosts is Jesus Christ Himself, the conquering King, the commander, the Lord of all. He is everything. He is everything. And we have access through Jesus to the Father because of the resurrection. Because in that moment of time, Jesus said, death cannot conquer me. He literally, absolutely died upon the cross. He, he physically died upon the cross, but that was not enough to stop him. That stops everybody else. Without an intervention, intervention from outside of themselves. Lazarus, yeah, he died and was raised back to life, by Jesus and the Father, by the Father through Jesus. He was raised back to life because of what someone else did. But Jesus was brought back to life. Well, the Father raised Jesus up. But Jesus and the Father are one, you see? In many ways, Jesus raised himself. He, he walked out the conquering king over death and hell and the grave. God, the Father, raised up Jesus. It says that explicitly in Scripture. But that is a different thing happening than what happened to Lazarus, what happened to the widow's son, what happened to um, the, 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 the boy that Eli, Elijah raised. No, no it was Elisha that raised the boy to life. All those things were a different sort of situation than what happened with Jesus. And in fact, they were pointing to Christ coming to rise from the dead one day. But that event, that one moment in time, sealed everything. It sealed Jesus as the conquering king over everything. And one day, Jesus is going to come again a second time, and he is going to take over. And it says, even there in 1 Corinthians 15, it says that Jesus is going to destroy all other powers. He is going to reign absolutely from his throne, the complete, utter victor, the complete and utter, utter champion, the conqueror, the king of all the universe. That's what he's going to do one day. 
because he's not dead. I know it may seem like it, and it may be that Walmart tries to erase him, and maybe that our entire society tries to forget that he was ever around, or that he has any significance to our world today, or that anything alive owes its life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Our society wants to forget that, and they want to erase him, but he is not dead. He is alive, and he is the Lord and King and conquering champion of all that exists. And we give Him glory and we praise and magnify His name, especially tomorrow morning, Easter Sunday morning, Resurrection Sunday. I hope you will celebrate and rejoice with me wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for tuning in. I sure appreciate it if you would uh, head over to wherever you listen to this podcast. Rate, our, rate the podcast. If you give us a little review, if you make a comment on the blog site, all of those things help our uh, ministry. It helps me to be able to reach more people. Um, if you would be willing to do that, I would sure appreciate it. But most of all, I hope that you will enjoy your family and your uh, opportunity to have access to the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ. Rejoice with me in the resurrection. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.